Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Korm and Ken Shreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Wednesday, September 13th, where we saw a mildly mixed day on the index level. And we've got some more headlines coming out tomorrow, Ken. No doubt about it. More economic uh, data tomorrow. But uh, we did find uh, three stocks that are looking pretty good in this market. Let's take a look at Airbnb, uh, which was today's uh, stock of the day. I think you can still find that on the homepage of investors.com. Mm -hmm. uh, Cadence Design Systems, CDNS. And uh, finally, Ingersoll Rand. There's been a lot of leadership in that machinery general industrial group, but uh, Ingersoll Rand flashed a sell signal today. Okay, well, we'll check on those three stocks here in a minute. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes today. The NASDAQ in the green, up three-tenths of a percent to lead the session. The S&P 500 up one-tenth of a percent today. The Dow off by two-tenths of a percent. And small caps, definitely some weakness there with the Russell 2000 down eight-tenths of a percent today. So, Ken, mild action today. And it looks like, you know, if we get some market moving headlines tomorrow, we could go either way in this market. And, and we're at a key point here, a key juncture. Yeah, it really is a key juncture. And you're right that the market could go uh, either way. I mean, we've been talking about sort of increasing signs of distribution, uh, uh, particularly on the NASDAQ, but also the S&P 500 to, to some extent. And there we're just looking at kind of higher volume declines since we got that, uh, you know, the follow through day and confirmation of a new uptrend in, in late August. Uh, today, you know, the market was just kind of moving around, uh, not moving much in either direction. I think the NASDAQ was up maybe as much as six-tenths, seven-tenths of a percent and uh, closed uh, closed off highs. But uh, just going through a lot of growth screens, there was quite a bit of damage. Uh, again, below the surface, we had a lot of oil and gas stocks that have been great outperformers of late. Uh, they lagged uh, the market and uh, saw a lot of stocks down three or, or four percent today. So um, breadth wasn't uh, too bad. Uh, losers beat winners by... Uh, you know, a little less than two to one on both exchanges. So breath wasn't terrible, but uh, yeah, the market's sort of at a, a, a crossroads here. And, uh, you know, we've been telling people to be conservatively uh, invested at this stage of the game. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, over to the S&P 500 down. Russell, real quick, here's the S&P, very similar scenario. So it seems like pretty quiet volume and a narrow trading range, again, at key levels. And... I guess one good thing about that, Ken, is if you do get a break either direction, of course, anything can happen, but it does tend to give you a little bit better of a sense directionally uh, to make a bet, an incremental bet, not an all or nothing bet. Uh, it's, it's pretty rare, if ever, that we would want to do that, but it can give us a, a little bit of a clue as to the direction of things. Yeah, I think the S&P 500 and uh, NASDAQ composite, I mean, they're both kind of dealing uh, with with uh, round numbers here. The uh, uh, S&P 500, just under that 4,500 level. If we can get a move above 4,500 for the S&P 500, and then it could just kind of trade sideways above uh, that level, I think that would bode well for the uptrend. Uh, still hasn't happened yet. Uh, it could. And same for the NASDAQ that we just looked at. Uh, 14,000 is the key level here. So if the NASDAQ can... You know, somehow get back above that 50-day line, reclaim the 14,000 level, then uh, we might feel more com confident that uh, the NASDAQ will be able to restart an uptrend here. Uh, we're under pressure for now and uh, seeing, seeing some yellow flags in the market. So we'll just have to, have to see how tomorrow plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
definitely uh, the Bulls want to see the retaking of those round numbers. That would be a great development. Let's take a look at the Dow. So it does seem like we are continuing to hit a little bit of resistance right around the 50-day line. So that also could be in the cards for the S&P 500 and NASDAQ. And it seems like there's a, a pretty clear level for the Dow to get above as well, whether you're doing a declining tops trend line or even just a, a horizontal line. There's some clear resistance here that we'd like to see it get above. Yeah, not so much a round number that we're dealing with with the with the Dow. That's uh, you know comfortably above uh, thirty four thousand. But uh, yeah, like you said, it's just uh, sort of at a crossroads here, along with the other uh, major major stock indexes. So we've got you know a consumer uh, price index uh, report that was kind of uh, basically basically mixed. I think the the core. Uh, Year-over-year year prices were in line with expectations, up 4.3 percent, and then um, the year-over-year uh, year prices up 3.7 uh, percent, and that was a little bit above the consensus. But overall, I mean, you know, I don't think the, the the inflation data did much to sway the Fed. And the meeting later this month are very likely going to hold rates uh, steady, and then the market is still debating another you know quarter-point hike before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And let's take a look at zero RUS. This is the Russell 2000 uh, week close here today. And our Dow Jones market data team uh, tells us that this is the first close below the 200 day line for the for the first time since June 5th of this year, uh, snapping a 68 trading day streak above that level, Ken. Yeah, I mean, the Russell was the worst performing uh, index uh, today, and to, to see that close below the 200-day uh, moving average, not great, but you can see it's still holding above that uh, that recent low. It looks like 1830.84, uh, so that's uh, that's a support level to watch from here, but uh, certainly small caps uh, look to be in the worst uh, shape at this point. Next on the list, uh, let's take a look at RSP, so uh, a signal of the lack of breadth here in the market, can the equal weighted S&P 500 ETF off of four tenths of a percent today versus the S&P 500's gain of 0.1%. So underneath the surface, as you mentioned, you know, with uh, losers outpacing gainers and just the lack of, you know, setups, I guess, and breakouts and stocks that are working, this is definitely reflective of that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like I said, breath wasn't terrible today. It wasn't like we were, you know, three to one negative, four to one negative. Uh, losers, again, just had a, a slight edge over advancers on both exchanges. But you mentioned S&P 500 up one tenth of one uh, percent today and uh, RSP down four tenths. So it's just kind of reinforcing this uh, this kind of lack of uh, breath or poor breath in the market. That's another uh, yellow flag. So we're just dealing with a lot of yellow flags here. Um, you know, David Ryan was on uh, IBD Live uh, earlier this week on, on Tuesday and saying, well, you know, it's a market where you can, you know, make some money on the long side and you can also make some money on the on the short side. So that's always makes for a tricky uh, environment because yeah. you can feel good about making money on the long side and then see those gains uh, disappear in a, in a day or two. So it's it's a challenging, uh, challenging environment. But that's why we're, again, just kind of recommending a, a cautious approach to stocks here. It's OK to have some exposure, but no need to be, uh, you know, going all in at this point. Yeah, a stock pickers market, no doubt right now. And uh, Ken, your thought on thoughts on the 10 year yield action today? 
Well, uh, you can see it went all the way up to 4.34% after the uh, inflation data came out, and then there was a sharp uh, reversal lower. So this wasn't a whole lot of help to the NASDAQ. You know, the NASDAQ's been kind of spooked by higher interest rates, and you see this big rise in the 10-year Treasury yield, and you've seen tech stocks uh, falling. But uh, some weakness in the 10-year yield uh, today, uh, to me, it looked like a very notable move here. I mean, it was a big outside day, downside uh, reversal. So uh, we'll see if we can get kind of get this 10-year year yield to, to, to cool off and maybe get the U.S. dollar to cool off a little bit, that, that could you know, usher in some more buying on, on Wall Street. But that, uh, that remains to be seen because you can see the UUP here, which is basically a long U.S. dollar index uh, ETF, is still in a very strong uptrend here. It sure is. And Ken, in terms of sector action today, XLI, a notab- notable move to the downside here. Yeah, well, the, the industrial stocks were under quite a bit of pressure as well. We mentioned uh, weakness in uh, oil and gas stocks, uh, solar stocks, airline stocks, uh, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, we're going to look at Ingersoll Rand in just a moment, but a lot of selling uh, among industrial stocks uh, today. I thought that was uh, uh, noteworthy, and you can see XLI kind of broke uh, broke below a recent uh, recent low here of uh, looks like 105. So this is kind of in a, a weak technical picture as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to some stocks. Here's a look at Airbnb, which was our stock of the day, not because it triggered a buy signal, but it's working on a base carving the right side of a cup with handle and or a cup and could be now forming a handle here. Yeah, plenty of stocks uh, that you can put on your watch list uh, here. So I would uh, say Air, Airbnb is uh, should be uh, front and center here. It hit that low uh, just above uh, 120 as it rallied back. It did so in some pretty pretty good uh, pretty good volume. So you can see why that accumulation distribution rating of A minus is uh, as high as it is. Uh, that points to a stock uh, under some accumulation here. Uh, four day win streak ends today, but, you know, the decline, even though down 1.9%, um, uh, you know, looks like it could could start to add a, a handle here. So the handle forms when sort of the last remaining sellers get shaken out of a stock. So if it can form that handle, hold above these uh, support levels, uh, could pave the way for an upside breakout. But again, it's going to need a healthy uh, market to do that. And uh, market health is a little bit, a uh, little bit sketchy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But a good name for the watch list. And if this handle continues to develop, it seems like uh, maybe it would get support at the 50 day line and the 21 day line, which are converging just below that 140 level. And this is a strong group. Leisure travel booking 25 out of 197 and Airbnb here impressively with a top IBD composite rating at 99. So yeah, I mean, the the revenue growth, uh, yeah, revenue growth has uh, has been there for for quite some quite some time. Uh, you can see it's been slowing uh, a little bit in recent quarters. That's not a, a deal breaker. Pretty decent uh, estimates here. And you know, you also have booking in this group, uh, BKNG, which uh, again we're seeing a lot of stocks looking vulnerable here. But uh, you know, booking is still uh, looking pretty well after a breakout from a, a little base here and uh, pretty close to a first test of the 10-week moving average. So you're right, the group uh, still looks interesting. Next on the list, let's take a look at CDNS. This is Cadence Design Systems in the computer software design group, working on a cup with handle up on the week. We've seen quiet volume as uh, this base has formed here, especially that right side, but a compelling looking chart pattern to you, Ken? 
Yeah, I would say so. And I think for people just kind of learning what a, what a proper, um, what a proper setup looks like. I mean, this is, this, uh, this checks a lot of boxes here. It's a relatively shallow pullback uh, down to the 217, 218 level. It rallied back. It is now kind of pulling back and finding support after bumping up against that 250 level. So again, a good, uh, a good technical setup here. You've got that little shakeout going on uh, over the past uh, five days or so. Volume has generally been, uh, has generally been light. So another good one for the watch list is sort of an ancillary uh, semiconductor play because the uh, electronic design automation software is uh, used by a lot of, uh, you know, chip equipment, companies, chip, uh, chip makers uh, as well. So um, kind of a little piece of the semiconductor uh, sector here with Cadence Design. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, IR Ingersoll Rand in the industrial space, a nice uptrend for a couple months this year, you know, over the summer, May to August, but triggering a sell signal today with that heavy volume decline breaking below the 50 day. Yeah, this is a, a strong industry group. We've been talking about broad-based uh, leadership in this general machinery, general industrial uh, industry group. So we're starting to see some stocks uh, break in this group. Not every stock, but Ingersoll Rand certainly a, a big leader uh, in the group. And there was a higher volume uh, drop through the 50-day moving average. So a classic uh, uh, sell signal that uh, IBD uh, teaches. So if you've been in this stock with, with a profit, you have uh, reason to at least exit uh, some of the position uh, uh, if, if not all. Again, there was uh, volume has been pretty heavy over the, in recent days uh, and uh, break of support, uh, you know, just not not a good sign. The technical picture has uh, weakened uh, quite a bit. I did want to throw two more uh, stocks in this group that we've uh, talked about in the past. Parker Hannafin, I think is uh, P, uh, PH. PH. Yep. Yeah, I think it's I think it's yeah, PH Parker Hannafin. So here here is another sell signal in the group. This is the weekly chart. So a break of the uh, the 10 week line. Let's look at the, the the daily chart here. And you can see there was some, you know, quite uh, quite a volatile uh, move in, in the stock today. And another uh, stock Flowserve that we've talked about FLS also in the same uh, industry group. So when you're when you're in a market that's showing signs of weakness, it tends to go after a lot of uh, leading uh, groups in the market. And you can see the selling in all three of these stocks was pretty, pretty violent today. We didn't get a break of the 50-day for Flowserve, but uh, look at the volume and uh, big sellers in, in the stock uh, today. So this group is starting to look a little vulnerable. Yeah, could be a warning sign. We'll have to see, or at the very least, maybe just rotation or base building for these names. Only time will tell, but always good to follow those sell signals when they present themselves. So thanks so much for pointing that out for us. Yeah, and Ken. then tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow real quick, I uh, mentioned uh, producer price index. That's due at 530, uh, excuse me, 830 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, we've also got August uh, retail sales, which is a noteworthy economic report. And then Thursday after the close, a big earnings report from Adobe. So some more uh, interesting headlines uh, to ponder tomorrow. All right. Well, we are ready to tackle all of that. And we will starting tomorrow morning on IBD Live, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see everyone there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.